tell me what you're doing here. Let's flip a coin. As I tell you tales, we go out on a date. <laughs> Warning, Otaku contains adult language and discussion. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. <laughs> it's over 9,000! Welcome, everybody, to another episode. Actually, I should state the second episode of the all-new, all-amazing Otaku Force. Hooray! We've reached our second stage of evolution from Otaku to Otaku Force. And today we have another awesome show for you guys. Again, you can find us at RainManDigitalMedia.com, Google Play, Spotify, iTunes, and Stitcher. And today in the studio, it's a small group in the studio today. It's just myself and my Filipino brother, David Sabal. That means more secrets have to come out now, doesn't it? No, it, it doesn't. You, let's keep those to your fucking self, David. This isn't the, this isn't the David reveal hour, okay? Well, you never know. You might no, need it. It's, no, we don't, David. It's just you and me for this one. So since Halloween 2020 is on its way out, actually it's already out, uh, we're going to round out our spooky season of animes with a couple of spooky ones or, you know, a witchy one and a, sp- yeah. and a kind of a horror you know, supernatural-ish <laughs> one. I don't know what you, how you would classify that. The, fir, the for Higurashi. Yeah, so the first one we're going to talk about, as David kind of already alluded to, is Higurashi, When They Cry, New. Now, for those of you who are fans of Higurashi, this is, from my understanding, is a reboot slash sequel. Yes. How that works, I don't fucking know. Because generally, if you do a reboot, you're restarting. If you do a sequel, you're continuing. <laughs> continuing. But this one apparently... From my understanding of reading up, because I have I did not watch the original Higurashi, which I'm going to go back and and watch uh, to see to see why some fans are so disappointed in this version. It, apparently, that one's sixty episodes long. Yes, and this one so far is just four. Yeah. And it seems like, from what I gathered, it's like a time loop uh, based on a character. It's almost like they're reliving this yes incident. And and also, so- you got to remember that Higurashi. On not just that this is a reboot of a prior anime that was sixty episodes long. It's also it's actually a video game, and it's also a there's also a manga version as well. So, <laughs> so I saw this and I had heard about it. I said okay because I remember I always saw people talking about it. I was like shit, I need to add it to my list. It actually is on my list. And this one, I was like okay, cool. Higurashi knew it starts at the beginning. Perfect. We can check this out. You know, it made it's a reboot and then i was like it's and then i found it's also a sequel i was like okay fuck it we'll give it a shot and so higurashi when they cry new is about the new kid keichi mebara is settling into his new home of peace peaceful hinamizawa village making quick friends with the girls from his school he's arrived in time for the big festival of the year but something about this isolated town seems off and his feelings of dread continue to grow with a gnawing fear that he's right. What dark secrets could this small community be hiding? This synopsis came directly from Funimation's website. And it doesn't do it any it, justice. It doesn't. And I looked at other synopsis, other synopsis like an anime news network. They're all pr- pretty much the same. They all yeah. kind of like kind of dance around the same type of explanation. But they don't really tell you like there's no real kind of preview of what the series is really about oh yeah because like the thing is is like it's very if you give too much about higurashi it ruins the mystery behind it but not enough you're just kind of like okay so what okay cool so it's supernatural or something's yeah. weird and so in, in looking into this the director is uh 
Keiichiro Kawaguchi, who also whose actual directing credits include Hayate, the combat butler, Korakake no Orgel, and then Idolmaster, live for you. And the production company is Creators in Pack, who did Blood of Wars, Blood, Blockade, Blood Blockade Front, and The Ancient Magus's Bride. So, kind of, you know, the production of Creators in Pack, some experiencing kind of a, the supernatural horror genre. And then the director, kind of n- not so much. Oh, yeah. But, so in watching, like, the first episode, and the first episode just kind of throws you in. There's no like segue, like kind of slow lead into like, hey, this is going to be a really fucked up anime. Yes. It's just a dude who I'm assuming, which I'm now pretty certain is Kaichi, just beating the shit out of somebody with a fucking <laughs> bat. Yeah. Like, it's not like a couple of swings and they're dead. No. He makes this mashed is potatoes. Fucking meat tenderizing. Yeah. Like, this dude is going to town. Oh, yeah. And like, you're greeted by that first. So. And then so you're like, okay, so then then you expect it's going to jump to like, what the fuck happened and like everything. No, it goes him, it goes to, it pulls a fucking groundhog day and yes. it goes to a calendar and he's fucking waking up, gets up, looks outside, takes in a fucking morning air and it's like, ah. Yeah. And it's almost kind of like, it suddenly the tone even changed. Even well, it, in it's, the anime. It seemed fucking lighthearted. It's light, it suddenly becomes a lighthearted comedy and I'm like going, what the hell just happened? Because like normally in any any uh, story, whether it's anime, movies, or anything, if you do that type type of you, tonal you, you shift, set the pace, you set the tone yeah. for the show. This one goes, hey, here's a dude fucking meat tenderizing somebody with a baseball bat, and, and so oh, they, now we're gonna wake now we're uh, now we're gonna wake up. We're gonna have breakfast. We're walking to school, meet and, our friends, and you're doing all the jokes that you expect out of a. Uh, a like slice of life, or, yeah, or like a slice of life anime. Yeah, you know, you've got that, and I'm just like, okay. And then it's, and then is, I mean, and is it was it just me? But I found it kind of creep. I mean, like I understood when they got to the school, like I realized, okay, it's it's an all ages classroom. Yes, but I also got kind of creeped out by the two younger girls. Were like oh, they yeah. were like so friendly. She's like, oh, <laughs> and I'm just like, and the other one's like sadistic for some yeah, strange reason. But and it just seems like is she like flirting? him like just like that like i i'm gonna like torture the shit out of you because i like you or and it's like the vibe you get and i was like what the fuck is this like i mean i've watched i I mean i've seen we've both seen some really fucked up anime like we're not we're not even gonna like dance around that oh i've I've never seen anything like that no 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 we've seen some fucked up anime like ones we've reviewed on the show and ones we haven't reviewed on the show and 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 maybe maybe (laughs) we will maybe we won't but this one i'm just like I, I don't know if I should feel bad for watching this or like, sh- or should I go read the manga and like, see if I feel the same way? Should I watch the original series and feel the same way? Well, the or, see, or see if I feel the same. Way. I should say if I see, you know, do I feel this, you know, it's kind of it, like, was the, is the original series just like this? Or is this kind of one of those reboot sequels, resequels, we'll, call it, a, we'll yeah. call it a resequel, a resequel where they just kind of go, mm, fuck it. And the, that's the thing is kind of like, I don't know if that was meant to happen like that, but also it it just had this really weird vibe of like like what you said you you felt like I shouldn't be watching this. It, it felt uncomfortable because uncomfortable. Like, you you realize okay it's all okay whatever huh yeah and then the two girls I just thought they were just like they're going to be part of the classroom that's it and then the two girls he shows up with that, that are his age those are it's going to be those three and then it turns out to be all five all five and you're just like okay. 
And then they slowly like drop hints at like kind of what's going on, but then you don't know what's going on. Yeah. And like they then they have those smash cuts of tonal changes, like in their dialogue where it's all of a sudden it's happy go lucky. And then the and, and, and it's mainly and it's mainly the character Reina Ryu Ryugu, who's voiced by Mai Nakahara, who did uh Juvia Luxar from Fairy Tale, uh-huh. Musashi and Horizon in the middle of nowhere, which is straight fucking fan service. And then Sekhmet in Ray Zero Starting Life in Another World. So she does a really good job at playing Reina when she's like happy-go-lucky, you know, kind of, she's kind of ditzy, but also has a crush on Keiichi, but like doesn't want to show it, but then also kind of like gets nervous, nervous, but wants to like make him happy. And then she, there's points where she changes tone where she's like serious, almost oh. like, she's fucking crazy when she does that but it's it's such a change in her character and she does it really well like the change in tone and the change in the way she talks and then the character snaps back so quickly and Mai does it really well where she goes from happy-go-lucky to crazy serious insane bitch to happy-go-lucky i want to dig out a fucking colonel sanders statue from the fucking uh waste waste waste, the waste area yeah the 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 what is, what is it? Um, the it's dump. almost kind of like the yeah, garbage dump. dump. Garbage dump. And there's there's a point in the in the show where Keiichi's helping her, and she goes, "Oh, let me go get an axe." And comes back with, it looks like it's a fucking hat. It's not a it's not an axe or anything. It's a fucking sword. It's a the machete. It's a, it's a fucking orc looking machete. Yeah. And she's standing there looking at him like she's gonna fucking act like fucking ice his ass. And that's what I was waiting. And she's for. like, "Oh, you scared me. I brought you this." <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> what? And, in the fuck and i can understand i can understand say like if they were doing that to set tension with keiichi right but it absolutely felt like that was solely for the audience yeah just to, for just the to kind of give them a hint to give them a hint and keiichi Maybar, who's voiced by soichiro hoshi who and i'm gonna read his credits a little bit backwards because i want to save the last one the his last current most recent voice for last he did a Kiriyamoto in Mobile Suit Gundam Seed. He also did Gino Weinberg in Code Geass, Lelouch of Rebellion R2. And then in most recent in the series Baki, he does the voice for Muhammad Ali Jr. Yep. And I think I, we've talked about a lot of voice actors and especially in the Japanese, you know, voice actors who do characters really well or the characters they voice, like they make them sound really whiny and everything. Yeah. With, with, so Ichiro voicing Keiichi, he's kind of got that, you know, young man, like, I don't want to say like teenage boy, but he does it really well. And you like, he's really, this series is, is all about tonal changes, whether yes. it's in the, the scene, actual scenery, actual tone of the scene or in dialogue or dialogue, definitely in the dialogue. And, Keiichi, when he starts realizing that something's off about this town and something's off, a little bit off about Reina. Something when, his character starts. Right. And that's after he meets the police officer. Yes. Which when he showed up, because they kind of, the way he shows up, it's just like something happens. He's there. But you only find out that something happened after he shows up. Yes. And so, but then also too, like, and I really, I really, I, I'm going to go back and I think you, you We'll make this for the site. You and I will go back and, and kind of check out the the manga and the original series. Yeah. And then kind of do a follow-up review for the site is just see 
because when the the old man shows up, he's like, "Do you mind going?" To, he's like, "Do you mind sitting in my car and talking to me?" He's like, I, "How like, creepy and, was that?" Like, that's, and he's right? sitting in the fucking bag. He's like, "Are you okay with AC being on?" And I'm like, I like is, he gonna, cold. "Is he gonna fucking like ask him if he wants candy? Is he gonna ask him if he's okay to wear a fucking Viking suit while he takes pictures?" Like, what, what the, the hell? fuck? And it's like when you and get he, those moments, it's it's very jarring because you're like going, "Okay, is something." You can't trust anybody. Well, and it's just, but it, they throw, it, it seems like this is thrown together. Yeah. And that there's, I don't know if it's pacing or parts of the story that we're not getting in this, in this new version. But it just seems like they, they they jump. They introduce a character. Something happens. Something happens. Character is now gone. Well, on top of that. Or something happens to a character. On top of that, if you watch the calendar, the calendar like jumps Days. Yeah, when because it, it's counting down to the twenty second of what June, was it June? Yeah, uh, June twenty second, and it's like nineteen eighty. Yeah, so it jumps and it gets to June twenty second on the third episode. It's on June twenty second. I'm like, okay, this is when shit's gonna happen. Nothing fucking happened. Nothing happened. But he, but there, there's a revelation in that episode that you get. But then nothing happened. Nothing happens. So. Now I'm like, well, fuck, I need to watch the fourth episode now because I want to know what happens. And I know I said that it, it this seems thrown together, but it still, it still grabs me to be like, okay, well, what the fuck happens next? The weird thing was, like, when I got to the third episode, I was trying to figure out, okay, do I like this series? Obviously, this intrigues me. There's there Because it, it, just like you, it makes me want to watch the fourth episode. And I came to realize... I, this this gave me the vibes of like when I watched the Nicolas Cage Wicker Man, where yeah, where it just kind of like it's where like he's really odd, where you have these like you have this movie or you have this project that basically you're just watching and the story's going forward, but suddenly they have like these smash cuts of tonal changes. Well, that's yeah, and that's and the Wicker Man with Nicolas Cage is a great example, and but. I think that's a lot smoother with those tonal changes than I think Higurashi is. Well, the thing about Higurashi, and then you throw in the whole element, especially in the second one, when you kind of get this idea in, in the very beginning that it's more than just the characters are strange. Yeah. This There's, entire area this is This entire strange town is strange. Because, like, something's affecting time. Right. Well, and also you get that kind of... A, that type of effect in 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 nicholas cage's wicker man but it doesn't jump like days and weeks Weeks. it's it's It's, more or less kind of like real time yeah and i think that's where those two differ is i think wicker man moves a lot smoother because it's just kind of in real time and it moves in hours and minutes instead of days days but and also i was you know I'm also always waiting, like, when stuff like that, like, when I watched Wicker Man, I was waiting for Iron Maiden's Wicker Man song to kick in. <laughs> uh, like, when they, were taking, when they were taking him up to, you know, the giant Wicker Dude, Man. the giant Wicker Man. I was waiting for it to fucking play. I'm like, yeah, no, it didn't play, so I was fucking <laughs> disappointed. But with Higurashi, now I'm, just, now I'm just going, okay, well, what the fuck happened to the two? Like, there's two characters that go missing. Yes. And I was going, what the fuck happened? Because they, you never really met one. Yeah. They the just showed up that, and, and it's like, oh, she's missing too. It's a woman. And you go, she's missing too. And I'm like, what purpose does she serve? Like, exactly. why is she so important? And like, I started actually wondering myself because I don't know if you know, if you noticed this, but while I'm watching this, there's no, there's no adults all 
any, at all. No, it's all kids. Like you briefly, you briefly meet Kaichi's dad. You meet the cop. You meet uh, Tomika or Tomi, Tomi, Tomi Makita or whatever. How you? How you yeah, the name? photographer. The photographer. Yeah. You meet him in, in in bursts. But if you notice, a lot of the adults, it's, it's just all kids. But and there's but and the other thing too is that there's nobody else in this fucking town. It seems like until they have their giant fucking festival. Festival. And then everybody shows up. And you're like, well, where the fuck were all these people like before? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you, you when they, when it shows them in school, where's the fucking teacher? Uh, the, and then the, the teacher shows up empty. all of a sudden and goes, "Oh hey, Katie, there's a, there's somebody at the school gates that wants to talk to you." Oh, Mrs. So and So, wait, that's his teacher. When did they? What, when did? Where did she come in? Was she off? Yeah, did they like? And I know they don't have to show them in class, like learning shit. But when they enter the class, she's not even there. I'm, I was just like, okay, all right. So I mean, I get it centers around the kids, but there's usually background characters and things like that. And kind of watching the, you know, again, like we've kind of stated, we, we both want to watch the fourth episode. Yeah. But also this has kind of gotten us to go, well, let's go back and watch the, the actual, original series original and even, series. you know, maybe read some of the manga just to see, because like, I want to know where this differs and why people are just like, this was a waste of time. This was, you know, dry and dull. Who was this for? I think this was honestly for new new people just like us who they wanted they want the fans to suddenly go back and look at the video game look at the manga right look at the the 60 episode series but my thing is if you're gonna do something like this and you're gonna like reboot slash make it a sequel you kind of can you kind of keep the introductory story the same yeah and you then you add on to it whether there's more to tell or not so Normally, at the end of our our reviews and ratings, we kind of go, "I recommend this. I don't recommend this." I'm a, I'm I'm out on this right now. I can't say yay or nay because I want to watch the fourth episode, and then I want to compare it to the original. Because right now, if it's if this is if this is what Higurashi is in the original series, is just a longer version of it. Mm-hmm. I probably won't recommend it. I, th- I it, it's it's interesting, but this doesn't this. I don't feel this is giving me enough story to fully understand what's going on. And I think that's, that's probably where a lot of fans of the entire series basically dislike this series because you do not get the full scope of like what's going on. Well, and I you only and I, get a hint. Yeah. Well, I even read from, you know, one fan's review that they posted online and then, uh, Momo Kun, who's a cosplayer, She's done cosplays of this. She even posted. She's like, don't watch the new one. Go back and watch the original. She, I can't remember what her comments, but she just, just didn't say it didn't do it service. But the, my, my rebuttal to people who say that, especially like fans is like, but if you're trying to sell this to a new, a new, uh, fan, new, a new, well, somebody who's never a seen new it, eyes, new, a new audience. <laughs> the only thing that I would say, I'm like you. I don't think I can actually recommend this quite yet because to a normal viewer, like say, for example, if you got Mike or if you, you know, my wife, Casey or Casey or Raina, any of them, this series would go over their heads. Well, and it's, and Casey was even watching this one with me and she, you know, normally she's, she would have been on the show, but she's, you know, she was out, she was out today helping her sister when we were watching it, she was kind of, we were just like hanging out. We were laying in bed watching it, just kind of relaxing. She just kind of, I don't, I don't think she's like she gave, gave up and just like kind of, you know, took a nap. 
Well, no, that's what happened to Barb. Bar- uh, when I watched it with Barb, she fell asleep. And then the only time she ever woke up was, and I noticed this in the with each episode, you get through the episode where it feels like what I say a video game is. Right? Yeah. You get to all of a sudden, like, the cut, 20 minutes, the cut scene minutes, yeah. that's going to, like, lead into the next part. And lead then it's... into the mystery, and yeah. suddenly, boom. Then all of a sudden, it's... It either it's ends or the tone changes. The tone changes. And so, that's what wakes her up. And she's like going, am I watching? She literally looked at me and says, are you still watching the same anime? Because this is this doesn't, this doesn't make sense. And I'm like going, I know, but if you were, if you were uh, watching this fully and see the tonal changes, if you can see the mystery, what's going on, I can see how that would intrigue certain viewers right and so i'm hoping this goes past four episodes if it's just the four I episodes too. i mean then like, I'm, if it ends at four I'm especially gonna, where they ended off at three yeah they're, they're if they're just gonna throw it all into one more episode then i honestly will i will come back and be like why well, this is not a this is a no-go <laughs> so we're gonna move on to our next show uh after this short little break okay thanks for joining us guys we'll be right back All right, everybody, we're back here with Otaku Force. Thank you for joining us for another episode. We just finished doing our review of Higarashi. What when they cry new, and now we're going to move on to another show, another spooky anime, if you will. I don't know if you would call this. Spooky. I don't call it spooky, but it's very <laughs> witchy, and it's actually one that I'm I was really excited about when they announced they were going to be making an, an anime adaptation of it. Is uh, creator of Bleach, Taite Kubo, his one-shot manga of burn the witch yes now i'm a huge bleach fan and you'll be noticing on our on our site we'll be having reviews of all the seasons of bleach because hopefully you've been paying attention to anime news they are going to be doing they're going to be bringing the bleach anime back in 2021 and they're going to be doing probably one of the raddest story arcs that came from the manga which is a thousand year there's a thousand year blood arc blood blood war arc blood war arc and I'm super stoked to see this play out in animated, especially with Kenpachi finally getting his Bankai. Uh, if you've read the manga, you know that part. I'm getting goosebumps of it because I fucking love Kenpachi. And when that that when that came up in the manga, I lost my shit. Oh yeah, and his uh, and that character also is actually one of my favorites because at least his Zampato has a really interesting story well, and it, behind it. But and it does. And then also when he uses it, it fits him. It fits him. So we're going to, we're going to stop blowing bleach here. Yeah. And go to burn the witch. So the burn the witch is about in this world, there is a front side and a reverse side to London. Historically, yeah. 72% of all the deaths in London are related to dragons, fantastical beings, invisible to the majority of the people. While unknown to most, some people have been standing up to these dragons. The only, only the inhabitants of reverse London who live in the hidden reverse side can see the dragons. Even then only a select few become qualified enough as witches or wizards to make direct contact with them. Now the protagonists of the story are a witch duo of Noel Nihihashi and Nini Spankel. They are a protector. They are protection agents for Wingbind, an organization for dragon conservation and management. Their mission is to protect and manage the dragons within London on behalf of the people. Now, one thing that I, this is one thing I've, I always love about Taite Kubo is his character designs, but then also the personalities he gives his characters. Yes. And 
Noel and Nini are so fucking polar opposites that they're so fun to watch because Noel's kind of very by the book. Like we're doing this. Okay. Well, this is kind of at our league. We need to contact it. And then Nini's like, no, fuck that. We're going to take the glory. Like, yeah. Let's do it. And the, the action, like the, the story, the action, the pacing in this is amazing. It's frenetic, but it's like, it's almost kind of like this really, really poetic freneticness to the, to, to the pacing where it's actually normally seeing this, seeing a story taking like this type of really fast pace could turn a person off. But I don't know. I think it's just because of the, the creator's, his certain style. Well, yeah. Because if you look at Bleach, Bleach is the same way. You look at that pacing. It is balls to the wall right from day one. You get this idea. Okay. These characters are nonstop. Yeah. But they're so told very well with their chemistry that it doesn't bother you. The pacing yeah. doesn't bother you. Well, fact, and, even, and the characters don't. And, and there's characters in Bleach that you, you love to hate or in characters you find fucking annoying. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to the main characters, like Rookie's brother is the only character that I still cannot be like, I think he's pretty cool. I still think he's a dick. Yeah. But, you know, that's, you know, that's how he is. That's how he is. But in this, when they first introduced Nini, it's kind of like, okay, she's from, she has a job in the other world. You know, she's an, a, an idol. Like a pop idol yeah, of some sort. And she just kind of seems over it. And it's just kind of whatever. And that she loves the action. She you know, once she loves what she does in reverse London. And I think this, it's so originally this was done as a film and yes. Crunchyroll split it into three parts, into three parts. And the director of it was Tatsuro Kawano. This is his first full directing credit. He's done other stuff like assistant directing other departments, but this is for first full directing credit that I could, I could find. Yeah. Uh, the production company uh, looks mainly to be studio Colorado. Uh, they've done control bear fastening days uh, they've done the movie Hinata no Ayoshigure, and they also worked on the Batman Ninja film, which you could kind of tell. Yeah, I mean, like that's but it's but and it's it's quality animation. And to get to real quick, I'm just going to get to the the voice actors here, and then we're kind of we'll jump into our usual banter about the show. Uh, Nini Spankle is voiced by Asami Tano, who was Commissioner P in The God of High School, another great series, and then uh, Saki Nakato who is from Zombieland Saga. And then Noelle Nishi is voiced by Yuina Yamada. She did Michiru Kota from Idle Time Prepara and Misery in Kirito Pre-Chan. Uh, Yuina uh, doesn't, didn't have that many uh, voice acting credits, so she seems fairly she's new. She's relatively new. Uh, so, <clears throat> but the voice, the voice actors for this, again, I think are absolutely perfect. <laughs> yes. And because Asami doing Nini does a great job of that. You know, I want the glory, that that tone of somebody who seems bored and and thirsts and lusts after something more exciting with every turn. But still keeps that heroic element. Yeah. Like you could tell that she's a good person. Oh, yeah. And then Noelle is kind of that, you know, she's very, it kind of seems monotone mm-hmm. or very robotic, but sweet and, you know, somebody Protective. who. Yeah. Like at the end of the day is like, while she's at the very beginning portrayed as she wants just money, she wants, she wants the reward of doing the stuff. 
But when it comes to people that are close to her, like Balgo and Nitty, yeah, she's very protective. Like she'll jump in for a Balgo, which Balgo dude is awesome. I think he, he might be really annoying. Yeah, but he is. He I like that type of comedic character yeah. that basically is like Why, I just I, I don't care. <laughs> bye. Where where can I get where can I get a stuffed Oishi? Oishi plush? The, the plush. Oh man, that'd be so awesome. And with this. I totally, I totally had a brain fart for a second when we were talking about this. Jesus. What I what I love about this show is, or well, this movie, essentially. It's a movie. Is the fact that they he they balance the, the the reverse side and the front side yes. of London. And it's not where it's, you know, it's a drastic change. It just seems like they're just in another London. And so I'm not, I don't know if I'm the only one who noticed this, uh, but the first dragon in the first episode, air quotes, that they run into looks like, uh, what's his, uh, looks like Toothless from How to Train Your Dragon. Okay. The one thing I did watch, oop, I'm out. Okay. The one thing I did watch, though, this week that I was really surprised with was NXT UK. NXT UK was really. Good. I haven't watched any of the the UK stuff. Yet. Walter like, versus Dragonoff. That I want to watch that. Oh, I, well, <laughs> that so I watched. Uh, <laughs> I watched most of Halloween Havoc. Yeah, Halloween Havoc was good. I I loved it. I'm slightly enjoying NXT more than the made than more than Raw and SmackDown. Oh, I am too. I am. The too. only thing on Raw that I'm enjoying. I like the character design for the the dragons. They're all different. I even like like even like the deer creature from the from the beginning dude that caught me off guard and then the giant and the giant like bat bear fucking thing that oh yeah so that's again that's one thing with tight kubo because he did this he did uh zombie powder and each show has his style or each each manga had his style each yeah you know he but it was still <clears throat> evenly paced even though zombie powder was very short i would have loved to see a manga an anime for that Oh my god! And I'm really happy really that they made one for this because when I found this, I was fucking excited because like, oh sweet! Because I have to go back and I have to find out where I I, I dropped off on Bleach to reread it to uh-huh. finish it because I was I think I was most way through the the last arc and I was like, oh shit! I don't gotta find it because they because <laughs> sites started taking it off because they were licensed because obviously it was licensed but they were starting to put those episodes out or those volumes out so I I was like shit I gotta read these real quick. And then the sizes took them all down. So I got yeah. I got to go buy them. They're, all they're now. crunch. They're they're really like cracking down cracking on down on like, which I mean which uh, is great. Manga, and I'm hoping that means more stuff comes over. Yeah. So and again, this I'm happy. You know, kind of sucks for you know me finding stuff that I can't purchase. But I should say purchase just yet. But I'm glad this was found. I'm hoping Zombie Powder gets another look over. <clears throat> I really would like to see. I believe. I even. I believe. I have to check the news again that they're going to be doing a sequel. He's going to be doing a sequel manga to this. Yeah. Which and I'm hoping hope so. leads to another either. I don't care if it's anime, if it's another movie or, or, you know, if it's a new full series, I think this would be great. Well, especially like with the characters themselves, I think there's a lot you can do with this concept <clears throat> on paper. It doesn't, when you, when you first told me to actually cover this uh, series, the synopsis itself really, again, does not do it justice and that, because like just basically saying, Oh, there's a reverse London and then a, uh, op- or there's a, there's a front, front London front and then London a reverse, and a reverse London. London. 
and then you have two two witches that go around and fight dragons. That's not a really great synopsis for what. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't fully. It doesn't out. fully explain what he's doing in the in the yeah. in the in the manga and uh, on obviously in the the animated part. I like how you brought up the whole point of his concepts on dragons because those are totally unique. It took well, it's me but you, you can tell that it's him. It's, it's, him. it's his spin on it, or it's his his it's, take, it's on, his take it. on it. And he even in Bleach and even in, in Zombie Powder, and even those obviously didn't have a lot of animal creatures in it but you can look at how he differentiated the hollows in bleach yes and then even when they go to Hesse mundo and then you have those characters there's, um there's like he gives thought each each character has character. their own personality and own feel to it yeah they're all you know they're all like on the same side or you know they're all there's a different know, there's there's each character each character is uh, different but also part of the same feel field yeah and like Throwing in little little things like the thing that I really liked about that first dragon we saw, which was the deer, like collecting the flowers apparently before they bloom. Before they you bloom, know. there's something special yeah. about them. And if you do, if you do it, you're not supposed to do it because yeah. it's illegal, <laughs> right? And there's, but what I like is that this whole reverse London has all this stuff going on about it. There's some real creative thought, and what I like is it. is that the whole city is kind of transformable you know where if there's a dragon there they can be like oh we're going on lockdown and everything pops over that hey this yeah. is on lockdown please you know it's kind of like Leave. get the fucking side get out you know yeah. hide and and every time like dragon insurance <laughs> and I, I like that that's but actually i like really that cool. they it's not just a reverse london where when we talked about uh doho hidoro where it was there was the real world and then there was the uh, the other side, yes, that was just basically this like rundown like third world country type looking place where it was just kind of a, a wizard's playground. Yes, this is a full on thriving city, you know, just as right as front London would be. And not to say that in Doho Doro, the the other side wasn't a thriving city, but they made it look more dilapidated. Yeah, and, and on top of that, the difference between the quirkiness of Doro Idoro and this is this to me felt like there was more substance behind the creative process that creating this. Like, as I said, the the synopsis sounds really easy, but it, what really really impressed me was he took the synopsis and added his own unique ideas to those to those like bland concepts like not making the dragons the atypical scale dragons with with wings and breathe fire and all that good stuff no they all are different they all have like a different idea or concept behind them like even like the first one that they killed that there's a dark dragon I love that. That was cool. That basically all of a sudden a dragon that becomes corrupted becomes a dark dragon, which becomes stronger. But what I like is that is how he does that. How it loses. It's like its head, its front, its face comes Front's off. Its face comes off. And then it's like this weird, you know, it's, it's, that's where, as, as Casey would say, that's kind of the fucked up anime part. Yeah. It's got the tongue coming out and shit. But this whole, through all three episodes, it never loses its pacing. It's always fun to watch. And I keep going back to Bleach 
But that's because the pa- he keeps the pacing throughout that as well. Yeah. Whether he slows it down and kind of starts telling a story, then they go to action, then they kind of reveal a bit. Won't get into the, the filler the filler arc, uh, but that's what I like about Taide Kubo. That's what got me into Bleach so fucking hard. Uh-huh. And what's funny is during that time, it was like Bleach, One Piece, and Naruto. And I would take Bleach all the time. And in the order of... of out of those three that I like, I obviously for the listeners, I understand they're not by the same person. I get it. Yes. But as far as ones that, as far as how they grabbed me and like kept my attention, it was bleach Naruto and then one piece. Mm-hmm. Now in, in my defense, the reason why one piece is last is because how massive that fucking like series <laughs> is. Yes. Not just like in manga, but in the fucking animated yeah. theories. And they, and everybody's like, oh, you just got to sit down. You just got to watch. You just got to get through it. And I've seen some cool shit from the newer episodes. But I'm like, man, that's like six, seven fucking hundred episodes or something like that. Like, yep. that is a lot for me to fucking burn through. And a lot and, of people don't understand. You just can't sit down and just start from one and just binge it, right? Because, like, there's so much going on in the series that you're going to lose something. Well, it's not so much <laughs> you're going to lose something. It's there's... and. All, all three of these these series that I just mentioned have great stories. Yeah. They have a lot. Like, each creator has filled in the world and built a world around their characters. Yes. And they're great. I I think One Piece is awesome. I would, I want to fuck, at some point, I want to fucking get through all of it and then get caught up. When that's going to happen, I have no fucking clue. Just like everybody who's listening and just like you and I, we all have that proverbial fucking list of anime that we need to get through. Yeah. That is always shit being added to it. There were at least three or four anime that I saw that just premiered. And I'm like, well, shit, that's on my fucking list now. But here's the thing. The thing about bringing back to burn the witch. I would, uh, I, right now I would absolutely recommend. This. Oh no, but- I, I recommend this completely. And if you have the, uh, the Viz Media or Shonen Jump uh, apps on your tablets, you can read the, the one manga. shot. Yeah, the one shot. And honestly, but it's split. In, it's split into chapters. So before you say it's not a one shot, Greg, there's multiple chapters. I I understand. Honestly, it's with, technically a one shot with multiple chapters. Honestly, with the with this particular series, I would I would say I like this more than Bleach, even because I feel just with Burn the Witch. He's, there's freedom to his creativity in this. Oh one. yeah, like he just—he's allowed to throw anything and everything at the wall and see if it sticks. Right, but which he, I truly appreciate. But he does that in Bleach as well because you can tell that by the difference in the characters. But yes. here's where you and I are going to differ, and I think it's just because I fell in love with Bleach so hard when I was reading it when it was coming, like when it first started, it when it first yeah. came in America. Is how well that pulled me in. This pulled me in just as as hard. Mm-hmm. The only thing that doesn't put it above Bleach for me is that there's not more for me right now. Exactly. And that's the only thing that and hinders the me. fact that he's doing he's he they've announced the second manga series or second one shot or, or if he's doing I, I you know what, whatever he's doing with the second series or mm-hmm. the second the sequel to this. Is going to tell whether this takes its top spot takes Bleach's top spot in my gigantic list of top animes of top animes <laughs> which is just which is almost just as long as the animes that i have to watch and the the spots change all the time and it's never really 
in that's, no it's it's in always in no particular order. That's how the that's how it always goes with any anime list. I mean, I probably should say that number one will always be will always probably be Gunbuster. Just for that was one of the first ones I ever watched as a, as like as a young anime fan uh, that I found at a at a blockbuster video. For those listening that might not be as a elderly as me and David uh, blockbuster video was a place where you went to go rent VHS tapes. Now VHS tapes were giant cassette tapes that would play videos before the DVD. Yeah. And some people are going to listen to Greg, you're a fucking asshole. I know what a VHS is. (laughs) Actually, you'd be surprised. Well, again, I explain this stuff just so people don't go, what the fuck is a VHS tape? (laughs) And you should, you should honestly, nowadays you have to explain that because like, there was, there was all that anime fans nowadays, have they don't go back and actually look at the the animes that came before well it's not even they don't go back and look at they can go back and watch it because of streaming and i think that's um, i think that's awesome yeah i think it's great that funimation crunchyroll uh, high dive and i'm trying to remember if there's any other if there's one other one and like amazon and netflix have anime on it yes and i love that a lot of them have a back catalog of older stuff for people to go and watch what I think is a little bit sad to me is that there are some shows that they don't bring back that they don't have a option to go and watch or certain shows that I think, you know, this would be great to have Gunbuster being one of them because they've, they've heavily edited that from the version that I have. Oh, absolutely. And if you can find like the original cut of Gunbuster, I say it's worth it. Mm -hmm. Some people might not enjoy it because maybe mech anime is not your thing, but I think that was one of those pivotal moments where it originally started as a parody of mech anime. And then because it got so big, people loved it so much that the creator shifted gears in the last episode and it became very serious, very serious. but it was always story driven. And that's what I love about Taide Kubo stuff is it's story driven and it's pacing. It's pacing. And with again, with bleach zombie powder and, now with burn the witch there are those are all i properties of his mm-hmm. you know you know that i fully support and the fact that there's more burn the witch coming out is great really excited. it's awesome because i feel that now there's more stuff coming out and there's more of a chance of stuff coming over from japan that now will be shown to a wider audience over here in america now as most of you listening understand we have it where, you know, there's a show that comes out, it gets one season, and that's it. And that's it. And then maybe down the road it'll get a second one years later, but that never happens. There's a, I have a list of them that I would love a second season for, and oh, I'll never yeah. get it. There, there's so many animes. So you just get one, only one shot to succeed, and if they don't get exactly what that studio wants, forget it. They're, you're never. It's gonna not going to come back. Never going to come back. And one thing, and that one thing that a lot of American fans bitch about is well, why don't they do well it was popular in America but it didn't do well in Japan that's exactly. that's the point the one anime that's changed that has been Demon Slayer yeah and I think we're gonna start seeing more and more anime come out in America and more and more anime probably get a second season based on not only how it does in Japan but how it does in the U.S. You, go, you see that nowadays, especially with, like, Netflix. Netflix coming out with their original, quote-unquote, original. Yeah, they're, they're, I mean, the fact that 
the fact that I've gotten three fucking seasons of Baki is is amazing. awesome. Yeah, I'm in the middle. I, I've just started the third season, which is probably the worst idea ever because I have so much other shit I need to watch. But I wanted to find out what the fuck happens. Yes. And before we move on to like a little bit of news and a little bit of, you know, kind of hopefuls. I think you, you and I both, both agree. We highly recommend burn the witch. Absolutely. Because like, if you, this is one of those animes after I watched the three episodes, I'm like going, if you, if you don't at least give the time to watch burn the witch, you're going to probably miss out on one of the biggest series that could possibly. Well, even, even if it's just five years, people would be looking at burn the witch. Well, like how people look at, Leech. Right. Well, even if this just comes to a second manga, and it's a, that's a one shot, and a second movie, and that's it, and then Taita ends the, you know ends it with that second series, I'll, I'll be happy. I mean, oh, I'm just happy that there's more coming out, and I'm hoping because of this, because this was a one shot, and this gained so much popularity that they animated it. I'm hoping that there is a Korean manga, and I've brought it up multiple times on the show, solo leveling. I fucking want an a, a, an animated version of Solo Leveling because God of High School is a Korean and is a manga, <laughs> and that and, and, and that is an and that manga is amazing. The animated show is amazing. Solo Leveling, if you have not read it, find it. Whatever service you use to read manga online, look up Solo Leveling. It's, I think, 100, 100, almost 130 chapters in. I think maybe a few, like, a few under 130. Mm-hmm. And when I found it, it was already, I think, up to 100 chapters. I read all 100 in a day and a half. I burned through it. It is, it is so fucking good. It is so fun to read. Because you have this character who starts off as weak. And yes, it's your typical shonen. If you're in a class with a weak character, gets a second chance at being to be strong and completely over levels himself. Yes. Because he wants to be stronger. He wants, you know, that power. But he still does good. But again, I think an animated version of Solo Leveling would be great. I've been reading and seeing things where they're talking about that it might happen. It could come out 2021. There's petitions for it. I think if the company that did the God of high school did that, they'd be per- They're perfect for that. Oh yeah. So my recommendation for manga at the end of the show is going to be as I've, I've, again, I've been blowing solo leveling. I think almost <laughs> on every, on any episode I think I can mention it on. I've, I fucking talked about it. Well, because it's like, that's the only way new anime ever gets made is like it has to start in the manga manga side and then it needs that fan base to carry it right in an anime so anybody listening has any connections to manga companies (laughs) tell them to bring over solo leveling from korea because even though i've read it all i will fucking buy it i will buy every volume if it's just so it's a full collected one fuck it i'll buy that too it's that good I, I can't blow it enough. And then I have, and then again, like I said, we have a brand new site that's going to have manga reviews on it yep. as well. And you're going to be seeing some of the stuff that I'm reading, some of the stuff David's reading. My wife, Casey's getting in on it. Uh, you're going to have something from every one of the hosts and even some special guest writers. And one thing for our listeners, if you're a Godzilla fan, there's a, 
and you've, I've been blown in our social media. There's a brand new Godzilla anime coming out next year with character designs by the artist from the creator from Blue Exorcist, AI and Exorcist, Blue AI, Exorcist. Yeah. And then Godzilla is being designed by a former or by a Studio Ghibli animator, which, which if you've seen our social media, you've even, or even if you've just seen the, the news press on it, the, 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 his version of Godzilla, their version of Godzilla looks fucking awesome. Yes. I have to I have to say that basically that version of Godzilla I cannot wait to see because well the whole sh- the whole show looks awesome. Yeah. So to wrap it up guys, we could go on and on about Godzilla. Me and David are giant fans. I have a <laughs> I even have a fucking tattoo of Godzilla on me. So uh if that gives you an idea of how much we can talk Godzilla. <laughs> so that is it for this episode of Otaku Force. Again, I'm Gregory Darkside Holmes with my Filipino brother David Sabal. Again, guys, you can find us on RaymanDigitalMedia.com, OtakuForce.com, Stitcher, iTunes, and Spotify. All right, everybody, that's it for us tonight or today, whenever you're listening. Be safe. Uh,